everyone. Welcome to another Gadget Talk. Welcome to Tuesday night, or as uh, Bill on the Move told me earlier today, <laughs> it's POTS, the plain old Tuesday show. So, all right, but welcome. And of course, I'm Derek, and I'm joined as always with the genius, the, the <laughs> man with the plan, Chad Bounce Bounce. We'll see Chad? Good evening, everybody. Thanks, Derek. Appreciate it. Yeah. Doing good. Ready for another Tuesday night show here. Yeah, I hope we so, can weather this. I hope we can ready. weather through this show tonight. Yeah, <laughs> good one. That's right. yes. I had to get Hopefully, that one in we'll there. See. I had to get that one in there. So because That's we're talking good. about weathering tonight of, of caches and not whether you find the cache or not, but how you might be able to do some cool painting and make it look different than what it actually looks like. So that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. So, um, but before we get too much further into all of this is that we are going to, hold on. No, Tom, sorry. Uh, Tom comment. So if we're a guest on the show, you're, you're doing pot. No, 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 we're not. No, no, it's, so, yeah, it's Gadget Talk, the plain old <laughs> Tuesday show. <laughs> anyway, all right, so before we get too much further, let's go ahead and take care of our sponsors, and then we'll be ready to start weathering these caches. If you have not become a patron of the Geocache Talk Network, what are you waiting for? Patron levels start as low as a bison tube level at $3 a month. To sign up is easy. Simply go to the Geocache Talk website and click on the Become a Patron button or go to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk. Patrons now get the famous blackout coin, invites to special events, and other really great items throughout the year. Become a patron today. Logwork, the creators of the fantastic logbook made with genuine right-in-the-rain paper, the logbook's designed for the micro-containers of the present and future, geared towards the hider who'd rather go caching than doing cash maintenance. Find them at logwork.com. That's L-O-G-W-E-R-K.com. Have you subscribed to FTF Magazine yet? FTF Magazine is the number one geocaching magazine available. It is a quarterly magazine that you can be part of. Submit your geocaching milestones and adventures to be published. FTF Magazine is also interactive with puzzles to solve and the hunt to find Spartacus. If you can solve the puzzle or find Spartacus, then you will be entered in to win a special path tag. Every new subscription, you will receive a special swag pack. Subscribing is easy. Just visit FTF's website, ftfgeo.com. Don't miss out and subscribe today. All right. Now that we got through that, seeing so many people in the chat already, we got Darren in here saying good day, y'all. Uh, of course, then we got Geo Tribe 5 saying hello. Um, the boss, Gary Slinker, sup, everyone. Ryan saying hello, Ryan Simmel. Bell on the move. Hi, guys. Mini Mag, hi. And um, GCDSK11. Log work, good stuff. I use these in my in, in many of my caches. Yeah, really great, and so happy that they're one of our sponsors of the show. Uh, really do appreciate their their paper, their stuff, and it's just amazing. We did remember the show back when we first started doing this that we, we had it sitting in there for what over a week in water, Chad, wasn't it? And you, then we wrote on it. Oh yeah, uh, that was so, uh, that was right in the rain paper. Right in the rain. Which is same paper, I guess. Same thing. Paper that's from log work. So sorry. I sometimes I get those. (laughs) Yeah, right in the rain paper. What made from log work? So good example of what that paper will do. So really great. Yeah. Um, Hey Gary, we should be coming up on. I know I'm I'm talking to Gary in the chat room. So Gary, shouldn't we be doing some promotional for right in the rain here sometime soon? Usually it's about this time. (laughs) So 
hope to be in the look for that. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. But but glad to see that everybody is here tonight. Um, please, uh, no. Okay. Do I need to explain this? Okay. I don't need to. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan's saying, uh, please join Patreon to help uh, help buy Derek a razor. Uh, Curtis wants to see a beard, see me in a beard, so I'm growing the beard. Him and his friend are actually in a competition. This, you guys are going to die laughing on this one because it's going to be a long-term competition. They are trying to see who can grow the best beard. <laughs> not me. I'm not a beard grower. He, I, it's a, he, I actually shaved today, but yeah, well, you know, I wait till November beard before I do that. <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm trying, but yeah, it's, it's like, I got a whisker. No, you don't here. And I pulled it and like, now you got to start all over. Um, so, but, um, oh, bell on the moves asking who's building a sci-fi cash. Um, that is what their competition is this month. Not cash the competition. Our challenge is this month is to build a sci-fi cash. I believe, um, bell on the moves got one for us. Yes. That he's going to be so on there's some pictures. Uh, I'm excited for them to come on and show that. Yep. Actually pretty cool. <laughs> Sorry. If I was... All right. No, no, no worries. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it, it's going to get better. I promise. I've had one before. Um, Let's hear. And then I've seen some other ones that are going to be um, jumping in on there as well. So, uh, but I definitely know that Bell on the Moves got, got one in there. Um, who else did we have, Chad? Um, you. Me. I'm going to try and get one. We'll see. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'm. I got some up on the, on my shelf that I've I've got that we might have seen before. But there's always some different ideas that we could do. Um, We'll see. So, we want some people to come in and, and join us and build some of these caches. So make sure you do that. Send us an email with some photos beforehand. Oh, we'll send you the link. Right. Mini Mag is working on his cache right now. Nice. So, yep. Uh, Rumba Cast is in the house. Thank you. Hey, did the cache I think last Doug week? is going to join, I think. Week? Yep. So we got, I think we're going to have some pretty good, uh, good. So, all right, good. I've got some people in here saying that the it's, it's coming in good. So, um <laughs> so all right no, all right so let's move on to uh how we can maybe weather some of these caches and maybe it might help me be able to weather some of these uh comments on my beard here so <laughs> <laughs> sure um okay well then um where were we where do we leave off uh i guess just uh doing the latex right I think that's where we yeah, were. Yeah, where, where um, we, yeah, wherever we're starting. So let's start with uh, a coverage. So do you have that photo of the filler on there up? So on my uh, prints, it's okay. Um, I can pull it up. I, I know where we have it. So yeah. Okay, why don't you pull it up and I'll start talking about it. So um, however you make these. So we're going to be talking about a couple caches. This is a Scream one. Um, and I actually repainted this because I don't know if people remember from uh last week i forgot to actually weather the top before i painted it yellow so right. i repainted it my silver color um and which is my my base coat which is what you're going to see when you weather it um and you can do any color you want i just like silver um the silver i like to use here it's actually a, a nickel a satin nickel a metallic satin nickel um is what i like to use for base or uh i like to also use the uh, depending on what it is um the uh, hammered steel, hammered metal look, um, which 
also takes away from the look of a 3D cache. It actually fills in a lot of the the uh, bumps and whole the fill uh, the build lines on the 3D print. Right. So, um, which is kind of nice, but you you have to like that look. So, anyways, re I painted the uh, silver. Um, I didn't do a crazy great job on it, but it's going to show through right where I want it to. Um, right. So, typically on my 3D print, line. there you go. There's a my 3D print. Line. Yes. Thank you. Uh, so I take my 3D print and I use the uh, the uh, acrylic or the acrylic filler there. Uh, I rub it on there and then I sand it off smooth uh, onto the uh, or sand it off smooth and then I'll end up putting a primer coat on it, uh, which I usually use the fill primer uh, as the coating. Sand it one more time uh, and then I'll go ahead and paint it. Um, right. And you told so, me that you use two different fillers. Um, which one do you like? Using I use. I use. Let me go grab them here. Give me two seconds. Uh, I'll put, so I'll I like link to those. So. Oh okay. Um, I believe I sent you the the link you have an, to them. Right. You have an acrylic white glazing putty, and then you have a bondo style. Yeah. So, um, let me grab them here. Um. So one I use a lot, and I just happened to pull the new one out of the package. I use the Bondi, the Bondo glazing putty quite a yep. bit. Now, this stuff smells, so you want to use it in a ventilated area. Um, and uh, Or I use the glazing putty, uh, the acrylic. So one that I use there is the white acrylic, the 3M glazing putty. Um, I also have a green as well, which is the same thing, just, just green. Okay. Um, and so I, uh, I like to use in. this actually, and it the dries Bondo. like. Yeah. Oh, Bondo one. Yep, it's in the link. The link is in the, in the in the chat. So that's the that's the one filler, and then the acrylic white glazing, is going in right now as well. So the Bondo is kind of nice um, because, um, you can pick it up at Home Depot, an auto parts store, any place like that. Um, so it's easy access, easy to get to. It works well. Um, this 3M stuff you have to buy online. I haven't found it in a store yet. Um, so uh, it's a little bit harder to get, but the tube is quite a bit bigger on there. Right. And I don't think it stinks as much myself. But uh, anyway, um, I guess I could tell you the ounces. 14.5 ounces versus 4.5. So it's 10 ounces bigger. Right. right. And I have both of them on the way from Amazon. So they'll be here Saturday. So I can go and fix my screen canister. <laughs> it works good. Um, I've used the Bondo a lot more than the other glazing putty, um, but I've really liked the glazing putty a little bit better. Um, but uh, anyways, um, so I cover it up, and all I do when I when I make that is I take the Bondo, the filler putty, put it on my finger, and I just smear it all over the the top of this. Um, it's going to dry fairly quickly. Um, so you don't okay. want to take too long. Um, but, uh, and then about 15 minutes you can sand it. So, um, okay. anyway, sand it smooth, primer it, use primer filler, uh, sand it one more time. And then I will, you can either prime it one more time and paint it. I just painted it myself. Uh, you know, so now I have my silver base coat that I'm going to okay. have weather through there. Um, and then right what we're going to do, in. yes, uh, then what we're going to do is add the acrylic um, 
or the li liquid latex. So there's a liquid latex here I use. This is on Amazon as well. I guess I should probably have sent that to you. Um, you can use um, whatever you... Um, I did a couple samples here because I know you could use latex caulk uh, if you want. It's a little bit thicker, um, but I've not used latex caulk before. This liquid latex works real well, um, so I like to use it. And it doesn't take much, and it dries. This stuff dries really fast. Um, so... Um, all I'm going to do, and you can do this yourself, obviously, when you're when you're going through it. It's like you got to kind of try and think where you're going to put wear lines on these, um, where it's going to see action as far as getting bumped or rubbed, um, where it's going to get weathered more at. So what I'm going to do is I keep a whole bunch of different brushes. Um, I go with a really fine tip brush okay. uh, on mine, uh, and then uh, I keep fine tip, a medium, and then a medium tip as well in case I want to go a little bit bigger. Um, that's typically all I need to do uh, on mine. So this liquid latex actually came with these brushes. Uh, I just haven't used them. They're a little bit too big for me. So Show me uh, the bottle one more time, Chad. The bottle? Sure. Don't want to tip it with the uh, Yeah, don't want you to tip it. Okay. So it's liquid latex. Right. This is called uh, drying gum, um, but uh, it's just a liquid latex. It's on Amazon uh, is yep, where I purchased it. it from. Did you find it? Okay. Yep, I don't recall it. how much it was at all. I bought this a couple of years ago. It's 844. So, uh, okay. It's lasted a long time. So, um, so all I'm going to do is dip my brush into this here. And then figure out where I'm going to have some wear line. So I'm thinking that people are going to grab it or it's going to get wear underneath these. Right. Areas here. I don't know what you call these on this container exactly. So <laughs> I'm just going to. What's up? Oh. No, I'm just laughing what we're going to call them. Okay. I thought there was something to comment. I don't know. I'm not very technical. I'm not a good painter either. So don't judge me. So <laughs> I'm just going to paint right along these edges of this. And this is why I'm using the fine brush because I don't want to be too big. Now, if you want right. to have a little bit bigger in the corner, like it chipped, you can go a little bit bigger. So I'm going like crazy big on here. And you can always, if you don't like it, once it dries, you can, you can rub it off and right. uh, put some more on, or you can actually, before it's dry, you can probably just do that. So, but now I just wiped it all off. <laughs> so I'm just thinking along this whole edge, it's going to put a little bit, doesn't have to be too thick. Um, sometimes I have gone over it twice because once you get a coat of paint on there, it's hard to know where it is. Right. Um, but, um, you know, that's up to you. So I have some paint around there or some latex and then around the top in places, um, you, like it, you can go as thick as you want or as fine as you want. Um, I'll show you another way to make it a little bit finer. Or if you forget to do this, um, there's another way to shade it. So, um, okay. Also on here, when I did this uh, filler job, I did a real quick job um, last time. And so I did a really bad filler job. So I'm going to pretend that that got worn in there. So I'm actually just going to put some liquid latex in this crack area here. Oh, yeah. That's it actually cool. looks like it, it hit something. Yeah, it got dropped. Somebody screamed and it fell. Yeah. Well, it was a screen canister, yeah. right? So Yeah. So, 
have I don't think you've pointed it actually before we get to that. I'm just looking at um piece and then it says, Why is it every time I watch Gadget Talk, I think about house hunting for a place that would have an awesome workshop? <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> so and and CP five ninety K greetings uh from the freezing cold Long Island, New York. Well, hey, welcome. Uh so yeah, I'm sorry it it's cold where you're at. It's it's chilly here in Memphis. It's just let just FYI to what we think is chilly. It's forty one degrees outside right now. But um, so I, I put some stuff on here, and then underneath, I'm thinking that the way that this container is. Let me grab the other container real quick. Um, is in here. Uh, I'm thinking that something grabs this, so. I think it's going to get some wear a lot along this edge here. Okay. Um, you know, I think the way it gets held is here and, and there in the show. I don't remember. So I'm going to go ahead on the bottom of this. That's this area here. I'm going to do the exact same thing I did on that is run some latex on here too. Just some oh, random kind of where. Yeah. I mean, it's all, I don't, I've tried to try. Well, I'm not a painter, so. I can't make sense of it, but if I've tried to overthink it, I actually like it if I just go for it and right. And honestly, if I don't like it after I peel it, I could I could just touch up the paint a little bit. Right, and that's why we're using the latex is because when we put the next coat on of paint, it'll actually peel right off. Yes, and I so guess I should have explained that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I we were gonna get. I was. I knew we were gonna get to it, so I wasn't too worried about it. But that's what what, what we're doing. It, Liquid latex, I mean, it's like basically you're putting a rubber film on it um, and then we're going to paint it and then we just pull it right off, um, right off of it. Um, and it'll show it'll, the silver will still be there in the yellow or whatever color you're painting it. I believe you're using mm -hmm. yellow tonight. Um, will actually uh, come through. So it adds that wear and tear look to it. And that's why you just think about where your different um, bumps and nicks and rub marks and all that aspect of it would be as you're um on this so hey chad if you can move it just a little bit to your right oh sorry there you go i know you're, you're juggling over where the cameras are i'm blind so i have to try and look for it but that's okay <laughs> like, i can't so, see what i'm doing and I, and I know with the as it's drying on the silver that the color is a little bit difficult to see on some angles but you can kind of see yeah. right there where it's at is the latex See that so dark that blue in there? Really, that's dry. Right. Okay. How long does it usually take for that latex to dry? Uh, it's going to take 15 to 20 minutes, typically. I think it just depends on uh, also the temperature of your shop. Okay. Could you but, uh, yeah. possibly, to get it to go faster, use a heat gun in case those of us that are very impatient? I'm sure you can. Um, here, I have a heat <laughs> gun right here. I knew you would. <laughs> so, but yeah, this is. Hopefully I don't bubble my paint. Or melt. Yeah, I mean, that, the... like, that's like drying it up right away. Yeah, or melt the print. Yeah, melt the print. So, yeah, I mean, it dries really quick with that. Yeah. He... Adi Olsen says may crack it. So it may crack the yeah. actual paint itself, which actually may add to different another texture of your wear. 
So, you know, we'll see. Hey, this is like we said, we're always experimenting, always trying to figure out what, what's going to work and what's not going to work. So. So anyways, you just go through your build and you do this on every part of your canister. Um, I mean, it's kind of boring to sit here and watch me paint. <laughs> so I don't, I'm bored doing it. So no, no, it's just one of those things. It's, I turn a good TV channel on the history channel typically, or, and just sit here and paint or a good podcast um, or a good live stream. Yeah. So I've been watching a lot of, um, recently one of the ones I watch is, um, Adam Savage watching his different things that he's been doing on his. And that's, I've really been learning that and watching that. Uh, but yeah, Tom says it's like watching paint dry. Mm-hmm. I agree, Tom. <laughs> And then Gary says, I'm glued into this. <laughs> so um, I think this is pretty good for me just to show you guys um, how it's done. I might look at it a little bit closer later and okay. add a little bit more to it. Not sure yet. Um, but uh, anyway, and it doesn't have to be along the edges. I mean, you can see I put a mark here like it was dropped. Um, right. You know, same with here like it was scratched. Um it's up to you. So, you know, there's no, I don't think there's a real, a right or a wrong way to do it. So you can see here, the latex is already drying on there. So, um, I didn't bring any water up here with me to rinse this right away, but it should be okay. I have a lot of brushes. I buy a bunch of those brushes by bulk. So, right. Be a big deal. Okay. So next, so once you get that done, you're going to go paint it which I, I guess we could, mm, I'm going to wait on that, painting it. Yeah, just a few so, minutes. Um, so once you have it painted, just like anything, right, you sit there and you paint it uh, until it's done, you go back and you rub off the liquid latex. And so I actually did a sample here just okay. so I didn't have to sit there and paint live. Um, that'd really be like watching paint dry. Uh, of just the liquid latex on here and you can kind of see the, the marks here. And this is just right. acrylic that I put silver under. Um, you just got to sit there and rub it off. Okay. It's pretty simple. Um, you do that everywhere where you saw where you where you put it. And I was kind of messing around. I did thing here that looked like someone etched a geocache logo into some metal. Right. Yeah, so you just rub that off, and then, then it just reveals that lower layer on, yeah. on there. So that's just, just a real easy, simple way of doing this. Yeah, and I've, so yeah, I just really like that. That's really, really great. And you can do this on any type of cache. Uh, as long as you're using the primer on there. Um, so, uh, so we're talking about weathering, and I mentioned Adam Savage's Savage channel. Um Bell on the Move says the weathering on Adam Savage's Iron Man suit is awesome. So oh, yeah, anything you're doing that you want to do, do I'm embarrassed on. to teach this because I'm definitely not as good as a lot of guys out there on YouTube. Well, and we're just showing techniques and giving ideas. So you know, yeah. this is really great. I love I love this. And Oops. so that's, that's pretty much it. Sorry, Derek. Um, no, so that's no, pretty much it. Once you get it on there, it dries. You you paint it. 
Then you just rub off the areas where you put your your uh, latex. So, um, and so I also did some here with um, some caulking um, to see how it turned out because I know you can do it with caulking. Um, okay. It obviously went on a lot thicker and it doesn't feel like, I thought it was dry, but it doesn't feel like it even dried. Yeah. So, and cause you're, you're trying a different substance Ugh. there with caulking Quincy, uh, Quincy says I've used white glue and the clear glue gel too. So you can do it. Yeah. Not necessarily with the latex glue, but even with the glue. Cause I mean, how many of us as kids would put the, uh, Elmer's glue in our palm of our hand and let it dry and then peel it off. I mean, that's it's, mm -hmm. it's the same concept of that is what we're doing. So um, it's just a, just a technique things that a lot of people of us don't think about as we're doing different things, um, how to do the weathering of, of a cache or how to do it. This would be great on an ammo can. You could do some really cool textures. I mean, you could make it really camouflaged different aspects of it, have the color, then you paint it and do do one set of latex on one and then you paint it again and do another set of latex on another paint another color you can you can do the latex in multiple layers as you're going through and then when you peel it off it just comes off in all different ways so it's it's what you want what you think you can want to do with as you're as you're building or, or as you're painting doing this um yeah, it's as Quincy says, it's just a resistant procedure. Yeah, so you're just whatever's going to resist that. I mean, I've seen, I mean, I'm sure you could technically maybe put some like Vaseline on there. And so when you paint it, it might, it would do a different texture on there and wipe it off. So, I mean, it's just whatever you're doing, you're, what you're doing is just give putting a substance on there to keep the paint from sticking to the surface is what you're doing. Right. Let me grab one. Oh, there it is right there. I was like, I grabbed something. So this is the same thing here that I did with the latex is my okay. sample. And so I painted it with the um, satin nickel. And then I went over it with another uh, metal, uh, which is the uh, flat soft iron look. Um, and then this is the latex that I put on here just to show how easy it is to come off. This was just a, a scrap. This is from a ceiling fan, actually. Um, but, uh, how easy it is to, once you have it on there and everything dries, you just have to rub it and anywhere where that latex is, it will come off. Right. Really, really simple. So just to show how easy it is to make happen. So anyway, that's cool. Um, yeah, really easy. I almost forgot about this one. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm not going to paint this container here, the, the stream one, just okay. the top of it. Um, but uh, um, I can show a little bit more weathering uh, as well using a little bit of an airbrush, um, okay. adding a little bit of, of wear, uh, like some aging dirt type of look to it to a cache okay. as well um so let's go ahead and let me jump over to that there okay so we're adding the adding the other build cam okay and so oh let me remove this that's the top to the container 
Oh, so okay. I actually need to add latex to that and then spray it, which I could do that real quick. Actually, if we go over here, let's go back over to this other build cam because then I can just spray this real quick. Um, so this is the top piece that goes on top of here. Okay. Uh, and I did not spend any time on filling this here in the, the okay. build line. Just drive me a little bit crazy. I'll probably end up doing it here before I paint the whole thing. Um, but, uh, Anyways, this goes on top. Now, I want it to be a different color than yellow. I don't want it to be silver. So I'm actually going to go back over it with the metallic, the, the, the iron look. So it'll actually end up being dark like this. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking that something goes into this, touches it, turns it, whatever it does to open the valve. Um, so let me grab my latex here. <laughs> sorry um just reading comments tom says can we apply these techniques to stuff to sell in an antique <laughs> store asking sure for a you friend can. Uh, ryan says we've used vinyl cutouts for moga ammo cans so yeah even lay in vinyl and just then peeling the vinyl up the same way that you could do it that way as well i mean this is just there's many different ways of doing a we weathering technique we're just showing this way with the latex because it's, it's pretty quick and um you don't have to sit there and print anything up. You have you have your li liquid latex and you have a paintbrush, and and as good as you are to paint, then you you got it. So, um, so and then Pizza Ninja says, uh, note to self: don't buy antiques fresh from a uh, paint job from Tom. So yeah, probably not. I mean, I've also this reminds me of a sign I've seen. It says, uh, "New Antiques Daily." Um, so at a store. <laughs> nice okay so this is on here and i actually will use what you're saying i'm going to speed up the drying process real quick so as for our audio listeners chad's got a, the heat gun and he's drawing yeah, the latex the on the on this part quickly so we can go ahead and kind of see what this is going to look like and i just want to thank everybody for joining us tonight on uh, Tuesday night for our, the new format that we are here every Tuesday night now um, for the for Gadget Talk. Sorry, I'm talking and trying to read at the same time. I, I Sometimes I pause there. But I just want to thank everybody for joining us tonight as we are doing another Gadget Talk. And I hope you got, everybody loves this new format as we're kind of going over different techniques, simple techniques that you can do, not just on gadget caches, but on any type of caches um so and i, I appreciate a gcdx sk11 uh saying uh, or uh placing an order with amazon tonight i re really do appreciate that does help the channel those are affiliate links so just remember uh, th that's what those that helps the channel anything that you buy does help the channel um no extra cost to you or anybody it's just part of how the amazon affiliate program works uh, but it does help out the channel and uh so yeah it's just what we're trying to do is do different techniques and also just give you something more on Tuesday nights that you guys could, that we part of what we do. So we got the doing this last week. We talked about more of the sci-fi style containers and we're talking about different aspects of that. And then going through how to use a template uh, last week. And so as we're going through this different format, we'll, we're going to time to do different techniques 
At times, sometimes Chad's going to be doing them. Uh, sometimes I may be doing them here in my shop. We'll be doing different stuff um, off in here. Um, but yeah, we're just kind of do last week. I thought it was really great because we were using tools that a lot of others would have. So we had a router, hand router, and different aspects of it that it's easier to do because not all of us have the huge, nice, beautiful laser cutters or the CNC machine, um, which we're all jealous of Chad because that's basically where he's going back to right now is back to the CNC machine or actually his paint booth. So, but I'm gonna go ahead and pull in that build cam now, Chad, for your paint booth. And so we can see how you're painting, painting that top okay. after you've had it dried. So hopefully that fan's not too loud on the paint booth, but, um, so I don't even hear <laughs> okay, good. Um, so I want this to be up off the ground. So I use, this is just a reducer for PVC pipe. Um, so I just use that to set it on. Uh, and then I'm just going to go ahead and spray it. So I actually have a vent system. It's a paint booth. So there's a faint, uh, air filters and stuff. It sucks it out. So okay. I don't have to sit here and smell the, the fan. So just don't do this in your house. Uh, and you should always wear, I should even be wearing a mask still. But uh, anyway, I'm just going to go to quickly spray this. Yeah, for when I do and my I painting, like, I just step outside my back door right here by the shop. Yeah. And I'll go take care of it. As long yeah. as it's not raining. And I don't want to do too much. I'll do several coats on it. I don't want to get any runs. Um, so anyways, I'll come back and do that. And I have normally a rack system over here that they sit on. Um, okay. But because I need the light, I don't have it there. I'll just stick this somewhere else for now. All right. So anyway, okay. So um, a couple different things on this. And I'm not, I don't do a ton of work on um, using the airbrush for, for uh, what's wrong? No, I just read Tom's on the wrong camera. Says, you know, no, you know, I was just changing the camera to change it up a little bit. But Tom says, "Don't do it. Do this in your house. Go to a friend's house." Yeah, yeah. I don't like do it in my own house. I actually have. I ordered all the paint booth stuff for the new one, and it should be here Saturday. So hopefully this weekend I'll be building a new paint booth. So this one oh, I wow. did temporarily. So is that going to be um, in the so, other room? Huh? Is no, it'll be, be in this room. room? In that room? No, I'll okay. be in this room. I don't want I want to keep away from all the dust. Yeah. So um okay. So what are we gonna paint? Mm -hmm. You tell me. Uh so a couple different things you could do uh to age it. Let me grab just grab that container. Okay. Full of stuff. <laughs> Well, it's like a gadget. It's like a cache. It's got to be full of stuff, right? That's yeah. the swag that you're jumping out of it. I've finished taking it apart. We'll do the bottom of it. So my thought is because of the black cylinder here, there's probably going to be some more dust that collects inside this area here. Right. Uh, and maybe inside these little uh, crevices here. So... Um, I am going to. Uh, I was looking for. So it's kind of funny. I had. Ryan's asking, is that a lazy Susan or a cake stand that you got that you're putting your stuff on? Yeah, it's a cake decorating stand. Yep. Yeah, it's really inexpensive, but they work great because you can just sit there and spin it when you're painting. And you don't have to worry about moving it by hand. Um, 
So, give me one second here. I'm sorry. So yeah, uh, Ryan. Ryan likes that. Says so that's very smart. Um, Tom's saying, uh, seriously, do this in a well-ventilated area. The volatile organic compounds, aka new car smell, aren't good for your brain cells. And I'm sorry, Tom. I'm just wondering if you're speak, saying this from experience or if that's just common knowledge on that. So let's. I had to get that little jab in there. So. So I don't know if anybody knows how this paintbrush works or airbrush. Um, so you you have this little button here, right? And if you push down, it flows air, but push not paint. a little bit further you over the thing. To... Oh, sorry. So if you push down on here, on this little button, if you push down, it will flow air, but not paint. And you got to pull right. it back. And the further you pull it back, the more paint it sprays. So right. if I go down, um, let's see, There's something to spray on here piece of paper so you can see if I, i'm pushing down it just air is coming out no paint and then the slower you come back um the it depends on how how far back you come you get a little bit of right of paint out of it and you can come all the way back and get a lot um also the closer you are the finer the details so if you're trying to do little dots oops sorry paper move. and it takes um, a lot of or practice. you can do big dots so yeah and i'm not on it, I'm not Picasso at airbrushing, so I'm in close. So anyway, um, that's kind of how it works. Um, I'm planning on just doing a fine spray on this. Um, nothing major. Um, and it takes practice, and I'm not that great at it. So um, I'm just going to go through here and just slowly put in some I don't know if you can see the little bit of black going in there. Uh, not really, because it's on the bottom side of the of it. It's kind of hard to see it. Yeah, it's probably a bad one to do. Um, so, anyways, I'm just gonna make it. I'm just putting a little bit of black in here. It's not much at all, just to kind of give it that little bit of a dirt look, like it's dirty. Come down a little so, bit. So I just dropped um, a link in the chat, and that is actually a cheap decorating stand because I was asked if somebody could, if I could put one in there. So there's an affiliate link for a de cake decorating stand in there. Uh, just something rotating cake turntable. Um, you even get the two icing specialists, so you can maybe use those for like other stuff. You can like slap your mud on the on the ammo can, and then paint it, and then pull wipe the mud off. I don't know. Maybe you can, that's another way you can weather it. So. Um, so, anyway, it's hard to see. Oh, so I see it there that's how I go through. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah. It, and you can go back over with some yellow, uh, whatever you want to, uh, if you don't like it. And like I said, I'm not a professional at it. I consider now I'm doing this part of, of it, uh, of, you know, weathering. But it really is, it adds a lot to it. The thing I usually use, the way I usually do it is, for my pit droids and i'll show that real quick oh um, yeah the, your pit droid had some really awesome weathering on it let's see where oh there it is and i did this so, when i had i did some at um actually i can see it back here i'll see if i can get it to focus um on on my backdrop here real quick but on is back here in the back when i did the um these beds you can kind of see the weathering that I did back here behind my shop smith 
I did some weathering on this this here. This is a set of bunk beds that I had at one point, and it was the at ats um, from Star Wars. And that there was some knots in the wood, and I went back through with an airbrush and I hit those, so it made it look like it was uh, battle damage. So that's kind of that's kind of another type of weathering, and it didn't look as good until I went back and did the weathering. It just looked too clean. It looked too precision and i just didn't like it so coming back and adding that weathering to it really helped helped it a lot and just added that battle damage and i thought it made it look really cool so all right so now let's go back to the booth okay i'm back on yours now okay yeah and, and they recommend doing some you can do some if you watch people do it they'll do some lines that are definite lines and they'll go back over it with the gray and then do a light coat over it which then makes it, it fades it out a little bit and makes it look like it's a real um, weathering thing. So uh, anyway, so what I'm going to do is I watered it down a little bit, not as much as I wanted to, because I just spilt my paint cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, what I'm going to do is, is like a pit droid is going to get a lot of, I don't know if I don't like, I don't know, water it down some more. Uh, it's going to get, more dirt inside all these little areas here. Right. Um, and so um, what I'm going to do is just go ahead and spray inside these areas. Uh, and there's a couple different ways to do this. You can do it and around these. But once you get in here, um, you can take a towel. Oh, I just used it to wipe that up. Let me grab another towel here. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you can grab a towel and kind of wipe it up. Cause I'm like, I said, it's now, are you thinning yes. that out with water? Or are you thinning it out with a uh, paint thinner? Cause I've, I've seen it's a both, thinner. Both yeah. So this is actually water-based. So I just use some water on it. Um, if you have uh, oil-based uh, lacquer. Um, so depending on what it is, what we use on our RC cars is typically this kind. And so you use a lacquer thinner. Okay. Um, right. But this is oil-based. This is water-based stuff. Um, which I prefer to work with. Um, so anyway, once you get it on there, if you don't like it or if you want to have a good look to it, you can actually sit there and rub it off and rub it in and it will actually just fill in the crevices and not the areas that it's working on really. And you can always oh, re-add really them cool. yeah. to it uh, if you want. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those things. It's just like weathering to me. I, I, you know, you need to decide on what you want and then just go from there. Right, so and that's really great for like, cool. like if you have the, the end of the cutouts, like what you have there on that on that part that right now, because it's just going to stick to the lower parts where you're where you don't wipe it off. So that's I think that's really cool. I think that's right, and that's where the dirt would typically collect. Right. In this, probably underneath the elbow. And if you're unsure where the dirt's going to collect, just leave it, go ahead and paint it one time, perfectly clean, and then put it somewhere and forget about it, and come back and you'll see where the dirt is. Clean it up and then put the dirt back. So, I mean, it's just that easy. I'm going to try it. I'm going to do a heavier coat here and see about wiping it off. Yeah, I like it because at the bottom of it, it kind of has that, wherever, the, and where it's, has that little bit of a, a scratch or has a little roughness to it or where it's, it dips a little bit, it just dirties that up and it just looks really, really great. I mean, this is just, 
when you're making props or you're making a cash and you're just wanting to add that little extra to it, you could do it like this. I mean, I've done that. You can even do this. It's going to be a lot messier, but you can kind of even do this with uh, spray paint if you if you're down to it. But it's easier to do with an airbrush. And I airbrushes are hard because there's two different. You have a so there's two different type of airbrushes that you can get. You can get a was a dual action and a single action airbrush. Single action is that when you push it, it, it blows air and paint at the same time. Whereas a dual action is what Chad's using, where you push it down and it blows air and then you pull it back and then it lets the paint flow through. Um, different yeah, people this like is a single price. action here. I'm not that really you, that great at it. What you're using is a single action or a double action? Right here. Oh, okay, yeah. Just one. Single action is a lot uh, harder to and, use because as soon as you hit and, it, it goes. <laughs> and you could adjust it. So that's what this little thread is here, is to adjust your airflow. So when you hit it, just that amount of air and paint come out at one time. Okay, right. I don't know if you can see that. So, um, but uh, right, I've used a dual action, and they and they you can just go to a hobby store and pick one up, um, and then then you, if you have a compressor or different aspects of it, you, then you want to use that. But there's some other things that you may want to put in. I was trying to see if I had one over here. There's a, a filter that you can get. So the moisture from your compressor doesn't come in through the paint to mess it up and all that. So there's, there's different filters that you can put on there as you're through your compressor hose and stuff, or you can just get a designated a compressor at the, at a hobby store. Um, I'm sure I can find them on Amazon, but they're kind of, I don't want to lead you a direction that I don't have. Um, so um, I don't have my paintbrush anymore. Um, it was, I've, it broke down. So, but you want to keep those nice and clean as well with like, as with any tool. So normally when I will do this here where I just want to fill in the dirt areas, I water it down a lot. Um, but since I spilt my filler or my fluid, uh, my water, I just sprayed with what I had. And then I'm just going to go in here and aggressively wipe it off. Um, as much as I can. Now you can use a Brillo pad too to wipe it off and it kind of scuffs it at the same time. It's up to right. you. Um, you know, whatever you feel like doing. Um, so anyways, that puts a little bit of dirt in the coins. I don't like it because it's too even inside there. So if it was a little bit wetter, I probably could get some more of it out. But uh, anyway, that's just kind of part of weathering it. Okay, so I am going to go ahead and put a link in here. It's for a Master Airbrush Cool Runner uh, Tool Dual Fan Air Compressor uh, Professional Airbrushing System Kit with three airbrushes, gravity and siphon feed, uh, six mm -hmm. primary, okay, and, and some colors and stuff like that. So there is a link in the chat right now for that, and it's the compressor and an airbrush. And it, it's a, it actually has this is three different types. I, this is mine here. And so what you're talking about for the – the water yeah. is the it's, container yeah, right here. And it's the same and it's the same compressor that you have. So Yeah. I prefer one with the tank. Well, it depends on how much you're gonna paint. You may want to have a tank separate or with it um as well, but that's up to you. If you're gonna do a lot of spraying, you want the extra tank to hold the air. Um I don't spray that much and the and the compressor keeps up with it. So um anyway, that's it's up to you what you want, what you like. Right. Absolutely. So, so, and that, that compressor with the three airbrushes in the paint is $150. So on Amazon right now, that's a yeah, I think price. my wife got this for me last a year ago. 
at, I think on Walmart because it was cheaper. Well, I think it was cheaper. She might have got at Walmart online because then she knew I wouldn't see the uh, Amazon. I was getting one. <laughs> I always see the Amazon account. That might be what it is. So anyway, that's that. Um, you can do any color you want. Um, there's not really any science to it. I usually wear gloves when I'm painting too, but it's just kind of fun to do. Um, right. But again, it's, it's, it's completely up to you. If you end up doing something like this, you know, send, let us know, send us some pictures. I'd love to see how your weathering came out. Yeah, I would too. And it's, it's just another technique. Like we were, we were saying, it's just another technique that as you're doing these different caches, how to, how to do this. I mean, this, the 3d print of the, of the screen canister and just hold it up for me, Chad, one more time. It looks really cool. Anyways, I've been printing it. I have one. Mine is in black, just straight black right now. Um, I don't have all of it and I'm having issues with one of the, on my top for it printing something's leveling, mm -hmm. not leveling off on my, uh, my printer. Um, so I got to reprint that, but it's all black and I'm like, once I get the filler and I'm gonna paint it and it, mine may not be yellow. I don't know. I have other colors that may make it look something else, but this is just a really great way of doing this. I really like this. Um, go, even going back, if you're really good at an airbrush, you can weather the entire thing with airbrush, not even use the latex technique. Um, there's and then different you can come on and show us how to do it. Exactly. <laughs> and so and all you have to do is just send us a comment to uh, Instagram at Gadget Talk Podcast on there. Um, so you can put it on there at Gadget Talk Podcast. Send us a message on there. Show us what you're, how you're weathering your different caches. Or even just like Chad was saying, send us an email at gadgettalkpodcast at gmail.com and let us know. Um, so that's just really great. I just really love this. This is like a simple technique that you can do this on different um, caches. You can do this on your wood caches, on your ammo cans. You can do it on, if you want to even do it on a bison tube, you can do it on a bison tube. You can do it on a nano. I don't, I don't, you mm -hmm. can, this is just different ways that you can do it because who knows? Maybe you have a big cache and the actual log is on a nano somewhere on the cache and you want it to blend in and look a certain way weather it and make it look like it's a little hole and you're and that's and that's actually where the log is the rest of it there's no, like no way to get into it it's just it's that i don't know maybe that's just an idea and that's just something that you can do with this technique <laughs> so there's a lot of different things that you can do One, with this technique keep going i'm gonna grab something while you're talking okay um, so i'm just looking back at the comments um piece and it says i like the adam savage weathering technique of hitting items with chains it's effective and entertaining i've seen people do that with like furniture so you hit it with the chains and it kind of weathers weathers it and kind of does that aspect of it i've seen that i don't know how well that would work with a plastic ammo can i think it would break um especially in cold weather but yeah that that's another way of doing it um i've seen i saw someone i saw a video or somebody weathered a ammo can to make it look really rusty it would look so real and the, the rust was absolutely fake it was a brand new am, a pristine ammo can and it just looked really really cool i wish i had a picture of it um so yeah bell on the move says distressing is fun being distressed is always fun <laughs> i mean stress is not fun but so if you can figure out how to be de-stressed that's great so all right just kind of yeah we there. do a lot of rust stuff too i have actually have rust colors too um okay but uh anyway i was just thinking an airbrush is another way to also stencil that which works really well um, right. let me find something here real quick 
So Quincy's saying on. plastic model building sites have a lot of weathering techniques as well. And that's, and they do. And it, like I said, we're just showing a couple of really simple techniques um, that you can do um, that doesn't cost a lot of money. I mean, the airbrushing is really cool and you can do a lot of stuff with airbrushing. Um, but it does take some time to be really good at it if you want to do that aspect of it. But to just to do simple, make something look dirty instead of being clean, it's great. And there's tons of YouTube channels on how to do that as well. Let me see if this will work. Some scrap wood. So I was just thinking, um, I'm kind of doing this the opposite. But if you had a logo that you wanted on something and uh, Ryan was kind of mentioned about using vinyl. Right. So, um, you can actually use the airbrush just to, to airbrush it in here and to slowly get that, to get a nice finish on it to where there's not too much paint on it. Um, sometimes with, uh, stencils you get, um, Get that bleed. Uh, some running yeah, underneath that bleeding. Yep. And so an airbrush yep. just puts out a tiny bit of air, well, as much as you want, uh, and it actually will um, not get that running or bleeding through. Um, and so, as you see here, I'm not a professional at it. Um, <laughs> but I'm just slowly going on here, and then we'll take it off here in a second. Just to see, and it's just going to kind of give it a, a little outline of, of hopefully that stencil. Yeah, it should, and this, it'll actually look really cool. So it's going to be a reverse um, outline. You can see can as, it. as you're getting it up there. Yeah, that looks cool. So anyway. Um, as you were mentioning that, I thought about that as well. So that's kind of a, another fun way you can stencil or, or put something on there. And it's very light. So when you use spray paint, it's thicker as well. And so you right. feel that hump. You feel that transition between the two paints. This, you're not going to really feel any difference uh, between the two paints. So I can take the paint that I use to spray the, the, the uh, scream can and actually stencil something on top of it um, or whatever to clean it up. So it's actually kind of another way to to make things happen yeah that's cool i like that that's another like i said that's another another way of using an airbrush so all right cool. let me go to these cameras here all right well chad this has really been cool i've I like these techniques these are really easy techniques that i think just about anybody can do um especially the the latex uh, using the liquid latex and to weather it that way and just painting it um, cause if you don't have an airbrush, I mean, you can go get a, you can get a spray paint can at the hardware store, get the liquid latex and paint it on there and then do all weather it that way. So I think it's really great to be able to do it that way. I love the vinyl that you did at the end with the airbrush and kind of do that reverse silhouette in there. That's really cool. I love that look. Uh, maybe you could do, that'd be a great way if you wanted to put, if you were able to have like a cricket cutter machine and cricket and you lay the vinyl in with your text that you have everything in there that the, your directions of how to do your gadget cache and then you went back and you did the That'd painting really over cool. top of it 
and pull it off and it has like that shadowy look to it and you can even come back with different this would be really cool you make it camouflage except for the letters themselves and maybe have that as silver so when you actually camouflage it all you're doing is laying those layers on top of it and it creates that really great look of the directions of how to do it just some different techniques that you can do um, using the vinyls using liquid latex you could write out your directions with the liquid latex and maybe it's a scary cache and it's kind of look all jagged or whatever whatever you're going to do this is just another way of being able to do that um gary's saying you could even use it to make make some original swag so that yeah do, yeah. do the silhouettes do, do it different different things of it that you can use um coming up for next year Maybe you start making your Christmas ornaments now. I don't know. There's just a whole bunch of different things. It's, you're not even having to do it as cash, making uh, geocaching related. So you can do a whole bunch of different stuff, a lot of different aspects with this technique that you can do. And I really do hope that you have all uh, enjoyed enjoyed this. Now, Chad, next week, next week's not the build week. What are we going to be doing no. next week? Um, that's a good question. Uh, I think what we're going to do is finally start putting the labeling on the caches, um, maybe showing how to put some greeblies on um, okay. on my uh, sci-fi cache and everything like that. And that should lead us up to, no, we still have one more in between. We still have one more week, yeah. Uh, that builds. So we're just kind of slowly building up to the sci-fi build. And then, you know, hopefully we get uh, several people on to show what they built. All right, so, bolt, so so last week we showed the different aspects of, of different sci-fi caches and doing like a template how to do the windows. This week was weathering. Next week we're going to be trying to work on labeling. So what's another aspect that we could add to a cache on your labels? Like we were talking about the stencils just there. Um, maybe showing some other techniques that you can do that really can make your cache pop. Uh, so that's what we're going to be doing next week is going to be doing the labeling um, on that aspect of it, adding what would you call them, grigris? Greeblies, uh, yeah, just all the little bumps and and notches and odds and end things on a cache to make it look spacey. Okay, kind of like what you have back there on your signal and carbonite back there. So. Yes, yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that's just a lot. Just the this. Let me. Uh, sorry, my tongue's tripping over my beard. Anyway, <laughs> so just those different things, just to really make the cache just really pop, add that little bling to it. Um, so. But hey, don't forget, if you're building a sci-fi cache, send us an email at gadgettalkpodcast at gmail.com. And both Chad and I get that. And we'd love to see what you're building. We'll set you up. You can be on the show at the end of the month on there. Also, send us, if, if you're building something or you see a really cool one, you know what? Tag us on Instagram at gadgettalkpodcast. Uh, we'd love to see that uh, because we're always looking for different ideas and maybe different aspects of it. Also, if you have a show idea, Rumbacast was giving us a whole bunch of shows last week, and we're going to be coming back to those um, as well. But you can just email us at gadgettalkpodcast at gmail.com as well. Uh, so those are really great. And I cannot forget to mention, don't forget to sign up if you haven't checked out the page for, for going at Cash Fest this year in July. We are having... You know, a gadget academy. So you don't want to miss that. You want to come out for that, be part of that, uh, get the package so you can be part of the gadget academy where you'll get to be building a cache, a gadget cache with Chad and myself and maybe some of the other builders uh, that you've seen 
on here on the show. So we'll, it's going to be a lot of fun. So don't want to miss that. So get your will attendant on that and then go check that out. It's cashfest.com uh, where you can get the packages. Uh, coins, those, oh my goodness. Those guitar coins are selling fast. You don't, if you have not gotten your guitar coin, you need to get it soon because they're going to be gone. Okay. So they're selling fast. And of course you got the crates that are being made now as well. So you don't want to forget those. All that helps with cash fest. Um, so don't forget any of that. So, all right, Chad, did I miss anything? No, that, that's about it. You covered everything there at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you have any ideas for future shows, if you want to know how, how we do some kind of technique or how I would do it or Derek, uh, Send us an email. Let us know. Um, we'll be happy to try and cover something for you if we can. Um, you know, but other than that, you know, we appreciate you guys, uh, you know, coming on and watching the show. Yep. Yep, we sure do. And so and we try to keep this to an hour. So because I know there's other things that are going on as well. But, hey, I want to thank you for joining us tonight or today, this morning, whenever you're getting to watch this. I uh, really do appreciate it. And those links for the different aspects for the, the, the Bondo or the, the filler, the um, let's see here, the latex liquid latex and even the airbrush aspect and the cake decorating stand is all in the chat. So go check that out. And I will try and get those also in the description down below on this after everything's finished uh, so that you can go ahead and click on those. And those are affiliate links and those do help the channel. So I'd really, we'd really do appreciate that. So, but all those are in there. So don't go, go check those out. And uh, thank you for joining us. I'm glad we weathered through this, Chad. I'm glad we weathered yep. through this. Chad. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad we did. <laughs> yep. Sorry. Okay. I, I'm done with the puns on this one. So, but all right. So we will see you next week uh, for the next aspect of bringing up your gadget cash or cash in general. So, all right, Chad. See you next week, and we'll see everybody right. next good, week as well. Good night, everybody. Good night.